Welcome to Aces Triple T's episode four. What Aces Triple T's is, it's a channel that we made to summarize the top selling books in the United States within 10 minutes and 10 takeaways. It was a channel that we made for you to take all these concepts that the book is trying to tell you and instead of you wasting your time reading that book, you're getting all the same value within that 10 minutes. Today we're gonna to be going over the book, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Personally, one of my favorite books out there it's a major concept of taking 10x the action instead of 10x the talking on everything you want to do. Once you reach a level of 10x success, you stop getting sidetracked by anything else because all you're thinking about is your actions and how you're going to get to your goal. Why go to the gym once or twice a week to get sore and never see improvements? Why diet one or two days when you're never going to lose weight? Why work a 9 to 5 when you could run your own company? It's about a domination mentality. Why cut your grass and make it look good once when it's going to grow back and look ugly again? It's about how to create habits and persistence on everything you want to achieve and accomplish in your life. It's time to stop being average and it's time to join the 10x world. Takeaway number one, always be overprepared. And the 10x rule, it talks about if you march into any battle without the proper troops, ammunition, weapons, you're going to fail. You have to be prepared to take over the area and keep the area for good. When we fail, we always start thinking about things that went wrong. I didn't have enough time. My boss didn't give me the right equipment. You have to stop thinking those excuses because as soon as you do, you fail. The only reason that you failed is because you weren't prepared enough to do the action that was required. So the next time you have any action or anything you want to accomplish in your life, always think 10x the preparation of your regular 1x things that you used to do. Once you start doing this, excuses go away and you'll notice that everything you want to do, you're going to spend so much more time being prepared that once it's time for that thing, you're going to have no more excuses left to give because you gave it your 120% all. Think about the last thing you ever tried to accomplish in your life that didn't go right. How prepared were you? Did you study for one day? Did you practice for two days? Why not practice for a week? Why not study for 10 days? If you're in sales, instead of making two or three sales calls a day, make 30 sales calls a day. That's a 10x preparation we're talking about. Think about your next goal and think about ways that you could become 10x prepared for whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Takeaway number two, what does success really mean? Success may mean something different to you than it does to me. If you're a child, it may mean playing outside more often. If you're in your 20s, it may mean getting your own place. And if you're older, you may look for it in family and legacy. Success has a different definition for everybody. Wherever the most focus and attention is going in your life right now, that's where your success is at. Some people say, oh, well, success is not a destination, it's a journey. Those people are weak-minded and failed at success already. Look, there's three important things you need to know about success. Number one, success is important. Number two, success is your duty. And number three, there is no shortage of success. I could have success while you could have success, and it could be happening all over the world. Listen, success is not everything. Of course it's not everything, but it's vital to get you to your goals. Quit caring for long enough and lose forever. Never forget about success again. Takeaway number three, when you stop waiting for success and start chasing success like it's your ethical duty to you and your family, that's when you're gonna reach success. Most people treat success like an option and that's why most people never reach success. If it's not an ethical issue to you, you're never gonna have it. Think about parents when their babies are crying in the middle of the night, what do they do? They hold them all night, they lose sleep over them, and they do everything possible to make sure they can put them back to sleep. Is that how you're treating your success? I don't think so. Most people aren't. Stallone, when he wrote Rocky, sold his dog for food. He committed. The next time you really want to do something, think about what you're willing to sacrifice. 
Once you commit to doing something, nothing else matters. Let me know the next thing you're going to do and how you're going to commit and what you're going to sacrifice to getting it done. That's when you'll reach success. Takeaway number four, there is no shortage or limit to success. Success could happen all over the world at the same time with people doing the same things and there's absolutely no limits. It's different than anything else in the world like politics and religion. And politics and religion, there's always one party that's wrong. If my religion is right, yours is wrong. They believe in a shortage concept. With success, there is no shortage, so you can always go after your success without any excuses. Grant Cardone, the author of this book, lives by a neighbor. And on that street that they live on, there's potholes in the street. That neighbor was complaining about the potholes and saying that Grant Cardone should be paying for those potholes because of the money he makes. That's a shortage concept. Make somebody pay because of how successful they are. Google never stopped Apple. Apple never stopped Microsoft. All these big Fortune 500 companies didn't believe in any shortages. They created success while the same kind of companies were creating their own success. Listen, success could happen everywhere. So the next time you say that it's not your time for success, know you're wrong and know that the time is now. Takeaway number five, don't be a little bitch. Crybabies and victims don't do well at acquiring success. People that succeed are required to have big responsibility that stems from big actions. It's impossible to do something positive when you're complaining and being negative about it. Successful people hate the blame game. For example, if the electricity goes out in your house, instead of complaining to the city and complaining to your spouse or your family, oh, why is the electricity out? Why is the electricity out? Why not increase your responsibility and take blame for the situation? Next time, have a generator. If you had a generator, the electricity won't go out. Successful people are constantly thinking like this. Here's another example. Let's say you get into a car accident and then you blame it on the car in front of you. Well, in reality, it's not the car in front of you's fault. You could have took an Uber. You could have left earlier. You could have left later. You could have turned on one left street that you turned right on and it could have changed your whole circumstances. This is the crazy mindset of successful people. They take all control of every single action that comes their way each and every single day and that way they never blame anybody. So the next time you want to point your finger and blame, know that it starts with you and it ends with you. The mind of the successful. Takeaway number six. People ask how much action is required to reach a success level. Well, it's important that we understand the four types of actions there are out there. The problem is that most people lie in the first three degrees of answers. Action number one, doing nothing. Exactly what it sounds like. Sitting on your couch being a couch potato. Snoozing through your alarm every single morning. Living life and not trying to improve and just stay stagnant. You're taking all your energy to do nothing. So please tell me that you're not one of these people. Action number two, retreaters. We all love our retreaters. Marriages suck. I'm staying single for life. Retreat. The acting market sucks. I'm not even going to try. Retreat. The economy sucks. That's why I'm not making money. Retreat. Listen, if you know anybody that's a retreater or you're a retreater yourself, make sure you listen to this takeaway twice and know that all you sound like is a nagger and a loser. Action number three, doing normal, being average. This is where the most people lie in and society sucks us in to think that this is the norm of our society when it's really not. People that do average are making 30 to 60,000 a year while the wealthy are making 10 times that. Think about this, if you ever heard a commercial that said this average weight loss pill will get you to be an average size and make you look like an average person, would you buy that weight loss pill? Definitely not, stop doing average. And action number four, The 10x action, taking massive levels of success. Think Kobe Bryant, Ray Lewis, Beyonce, 50 Cent. These are people that lost sleep and didn't eat for days to get to their success. This is the type of level you want to be at. 
Warren Buffett, the millionaires, the billionaires. This is where they're at. They're at the 10x action for everything they do. Now, the reason for this book is to get you to that action. So make sure if you're not there yet, you keep listening to these takeaways, and we're going to get you in that domination mentality. Takeaway number seven, average is a failing formula. This type of thinking and working level is unacceptable. People are living longer than their savings accounts do. An average person makes 213 times less than a CEO. A CEO reads 69 books a year, and an average person reads one book a year. Don't be a hater. Do what they do and join the top. For example, Howard Schultz, CEO of Starbucks. When the economy crashed and all the businesses were being shut down, he did the same thing like all other owners were doing. He shut down most of his locations. But what he did next was out of the ordinary, and it wasn't what any average person was doing. He actually traveled the world, visited all Starbucks locations, and he met with customers to get their input of how to make the process better. When your average CEO was going to sleep, he was traveling the world visiting a Starbucks. That's why he's so successful today. Any action that requires average work is going to eventually fail. Make sure that you're going 10x in everything you do. If your family calls you tomorrow and tell you that their health is bad and they have no more money and they need your help, if you're average, you're not going to be able to help them. Study what the average people do and then stay away from them and stay away from all those actions. Takeaway number eight, set 10x goals every single time. People set goals that either they never look at or they never continue with. The biggest issue with setting goals is we're thinking too small. When you think too small, you're not jacked and excited to get your goals accomplished. When you go 10x, it changes your whole mentality and mindset of accomplishing your goals. Some people might say like, I don't want to fail by making a 10x goal because it's too big for me to achieve, but you're already failing by making a small goal. Would you rather fail at saving $100,000 or would you rather succeed at making $1,000? It's all about the 10x mentality and the domination mindset. Grant Cardone till today reads and writes his goals every single morning and every single night before he goes to sleep. How often do you look at your goals? Starting today, I want you to write down your goals, connect them to your purpose and your passion because a goal is nothing if it's not connected to your purpose. And once you do that, write them down and read them every single day. You'll find that when you go 10x, you might fail at 5x. It's overall higher than your 1x average puny goals. So go 10x on your goals every single time. Takeaway number nine, always dominate over competing. People that compete look at other people's actions and try to copy them and make them a little bit better. But people that dominate always take other people's actions and take them to a 10x level. Think about Steve Jobs and Apple. They always dominated over competing. When they made the iPad, they were thinking about domination. They weren't trying to copy anybody else. This is a domination mentality. Be ethical, but never play fair. It's not the most important to be the first in the space, but it's more important to be first in a space. Does that make sense to you? So always dominate. When you start dominating, the average and the norm drops out and everything else that you do turns into 10x quality. Think about it this way. Social media is free. How often do you advertise on social media? If it's one time a day, you should be doing 10, 20 times a day. That's a domination mentality. The worst case scenario is somebody's going to complain and say like, oh, you're advertising too much, but at least they're thinking about you. Were they thinking about you when you were doing 1x actions or are they thinking about you when you're doing 10x actions? Always think of domination, never compete. Takeaway number 10, breaking out of the middle class. Don't be offended if you worked your whole life to get in the middle class. It's a group that's the most affected by its thinking and its members. Somebody in the middle class usually makes thirty dollars to $50,000 a year. If you're living in LA or New York, that kind of income is not even enough to make you get by day by day. A friend called Grant Cardone on a Sunday and asked him to borrow $10,000. Grant asked his friend, what do you need the money for? He said, I need to buy some more inventory for my business. 
Grant then told his friend, you don't need $10,000, you need $50,000. Because once I give you the $10,000, you're going to be broke again. And what are you doing on the couch anyways? His friend told him, I'm relaxing, Sunday's a day for the Lord. Grant told his friend, the Lord worked his ass off the other six days of the week, and that's why Sunday was a rest day. You haven't been working your ass off, so get your ass off the couch and do some work. When you're not thinking middle class anymore, you don't think about the weekends and Sunday and Fridays. All you're thinking about is action. Anything that starts with middle is not good. The wealthiest 5% of people in the world own $80 trillion. So what does middle class really mean to you?